Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period Begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Sarah McConnell, Seamus O. Moraine, Jeff Miller, Duncan Watson, MJ Stokesish, Mara Hopper, Katleya, Melina Lilich, Ariana Emery, Roxy Arnold. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. another episode of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast Yes, show. that is what we're called. Well yeah. done. You <laughs> remember the name, so proud. I know, okay. I am your host, Lydia Nicholas, and with me today I have... Helen Gould. Alex Newell. Bryn Monroe. Yay! <laughs> we're, uh, we've had a, like, power shift. Um, <laughs> we've done a coup. We've done, we did a coup. The ladies are in charge now. We, we, the glorious <laughs> feminist revolution. <laughs> we gone done did a coup. Bring down the matriarchy. Yeah! No. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'm in charge, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's really excited about it, can you tell? <laughs> no people have been harmed so far in the making <laughs> of this production. Yeah, we are doing a special episode, and so we are using a different system. Woo! Yeah! Woo! This week we will be using the Broken World system, which is the gaming system created by the artist behind the Kill Six Billion Demons comic, Abaddon, or Tom Parkinson Morgan. Hi, Tom! Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan! This is awkward. Uh, <laughs> so I absolutely am a massive fan of the comic uh, to a ridiculous degree. As a Patreon reward a while ago, he created a gaming system and I have been desperate to try it out. Now, one thing that I should point out right at the beginning is that this gaming system is really not designed for this kind of game. <laughs> it is designed with the idea of a massive, long-running plot with huge intrigues and power games and big risks made. And it has whole rules about training and resting and haggling at the marketplace the sorts of things that really make a really interesting campaign over the long term but we have like three hours let's Woo! break it yeah Yay! let's break other people's toys so i have literally chopped out a bunch of particular moves and some of the guys have been like on my character sheet it says i can do it. no no querying the universe <laughs> No. It's a good rule. That is, that is the correct way. It's a good rule. Yeah. You're doing yeah. well. I like it. So we're, we've thinned out a bit. 
and we've got some amazing characters to play with. The system is powered by the apocalypse, so the main mechanics are just that you roll two d6s and you take the combined score. If you get a 10+, plus, you get a really lovely no-complications victory. If you get a 7 to 9, you get a success, but there are some consequences or side issues. And if you get a 6 or below, you are so screwed! So so big numbers are good. Big numbers good. Good, yeah. good big numbers should be good. And oh yeah, you so you roll those and you add whatever your your general skill is at that thing. And another nice big mechanic is that if you do something big or foolhardy or risky or splendacular, I words, I do words. You can bet on yourself essentially by pushing the move. If that comes off and you succeed, you get a power dice and then you can in the future spend that to make your roll empowered, which is when you roll three d6s and you take the two highest. But if you lose, whoa, then <laughs> I get my own power dice. Sounds uh, like some kind of or a break dice. Risk rewards. It's a, yeah, it's almost like <laughs> it incentivizes gambling, but ah, it's bad. Um, <laughs> gambling's bad. The house always wins. You will be destroyed. I think over the course of this relatively short campaign, the idea of me taking those break dice and just spending them when I think it's good it doesn't really work because mm. we're not going to kind of encounter things where I'm like You're in this dungeon everything is broken um, so I'm just going to say on your next roll it's broken so basically you're going to be in a tight corner you're going to bet on yourself desperately hoping that you will get some power dice to get yourself out and instead it, it will get worse good right Maybe I should introduce the world. It sounds like a plan. I don't know how this works, Alex. I don't know what to do with all this power. I should say to people actually listening, and this is something that I didn't tell Tom when I asked permission to use the game, that I've never GM'd a game before. <laughs> and, and this is in my great tradition of trying things out that are scary in front of a big audience. Uh, I mean, if you're going to GM, you may as well do it with time pressures, yeah. a watching audience, recording equipment, yeah. editing problems. And also, like, yeah, very the impressed. only GMs I have ever had for the games I've played have been people that are incredibly experienced game designers, uh, like Grant Howitt and Johnny and Ed Croft and Alex. So all of them have basically GM'd a million games and know their systems inside out. So I don't know how this works. But that's Good. cool. But see, this is where the wonders of editing come in. Yeah. Because I, I, I might even just... Lori, you, can you do me a favour? Can you cut every single self-negging that... <laughs> so she comes out as both incredibly competent and kind of arrogant, but it's okay? Well, no, I've never done this before. It's a literal objective fact. It's you, not I mean, negging. You've got, you've got to remember that Alex makes massive mistakes all the time. I have never made a mistake. And we constantly edit them out so he yeah. looks like a super competent GM. I have yeah. never so made a mistake. So just trust that they're going to do the same for you. I'm right. cross-talking yeah. so Good. I know it'll make it yes. through the edit. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Yes. Thank you. It's, it's yeah. Helen. I'm so glad Helen is here. <laughs> this was like the, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Well, I, I, I GM'd for the first time like fairly recently, and it was also powered okay. by the Apocalypse game, and it went well. Yay! Uh, the only thing I would say is that like. If you want to do voices for your NPCs, don't yeah. give them all the same voice because I did that and it's a running joke now. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I can't do voices. That is that is not true. So I will just as long as they're guns or robots, you are fine. Yeah. 
Well, that. So what I've done is instead, <laughs> instead of going for a cyberpunk dystopia, I have set this game in the city of Throne. Throne is an enormous interdimensional metropolis. It is a city of 800 million souls. It is built on a disc floating in an empty void lit by a dead sun. Uh, it is built primarily from the petrified corpses of several thousand dead demigods and from the wealth of a billion plundered worlds. It is the seat of power of the seven surviving demiurges, or kind of demigods, who between them rule the multiverse. Throne is built in concentric circles, uh, from the inner Tower of Zos, the lost god-king, through the centres of temples and palaces, the widest centres of industry and trade, and then the outer districts and the slums. It is filled with demons and angels. None of you have been allowed to be angels because the cosmology <laughs> is too complicated. Uh, demons and angels, humans and half a dozen other races, uh, the rootless, the kind people who have four sets of razor-sharp teeth, the goblins. Uh, and if you're really terribly unlucky, there's all sorts of rare, horrible things like the infinite mother who will pluck your soul from you and feed you to her babies. Um, Aww. Yeah, you're adorable. No. <laughs> People are all so wrong. Souls just get in the way. So Throne is a hub from which the gates to all the other worlds in the universe open. Each of those is controlled by a powerful key, except for one of them, which is the recently unearthed King's King key, which opens all the gates and all sorts of things. It's the universal key forged from the secret names of the creator god Eason. That sounds uh, completely unproblematic yep. with no consequences yep. tied to it. Forced from the tortured prime angel Metatron and is now buried in the head of a sorority sister, Alison, uh, oh. who has recently inadvertently restarted the heavenly war. <laughs> this sounds like plot from the comic. Yep. It is, but you yep. don't know that. You no. don't know that. You don't know any of this because Throne is a big place and that is happening elsewhere. So anyway, uh, the Seven, the Demiurges, uh, they are poor, disinterested rulers uh, and uh, they are very much neglecting the city in the power vacuum. And gangs, guilds and cults have arisen. It is very hard to tell them apart. Their methods of ruling uh, or power gaining are range from simple extortion to wild and rampant cruelty. Power shifts over millennia or at the point of a quick, sharp knife. You guys are all just rabble. Right. You've been struggling to make your way in this complicated world. And you have, at the invitation of uh, a gilded demon, Alablithaquem, uh, I decided to name difficultly because I hate stuff. Ali. Ali. No, you do not call her Ali. You, you are not shortening this name. You, no. are, you, are, you are terrified why would, why would I want to? It's so short already. Alabathaquim. It's barely... It's just, it's yeah, that's because the short name is more powerful. Quite. Ooh. Right. <laughs> like, oh, she is, no, a, she oh, is no. a, a gilded demon. She is several levels above you. She is ambitious, infinitely greedy, and runs a local chapter of the Polishers Guild, a swollen node in a trade network of miners and jewellers. Polishers Guild? I really like that. Yep. Uh, you have ended up in a waiting room. That's the best kind of room. Yeah, it's a room that's waiting for you. Uh, you each arrive... <laughs> 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 the room doesn't have teeth. Damn it. Spoilers. I listen to the door. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you've ended up in a waiting room. It is richly decked out with uh, lovely fabrics and pretty little chaise longes. You all came in through a different door and were shown in through it by a huge guard. How did you get in? Did you get in through the sewers from the airbus? Through some of the many open gates uh, which are guarded by enormous guards? How did you get in and who are you? 
Okay. I think that I stealthed my way in. You stealthed your way in, <laughs> even though you got an invitation. <laughs> I love it. It's well, just lots of know, nods, you, like, you, okay, yeah. Okay. Just Look, all the guards being like, <laughs> yep. Me and my gang are assassins, so it's just what we do. Like, yeah. You're not going to tie a gang in. <laughs> That's a good question. I was going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are always with your gang. They're, they're in so, the room, too. Yeah. Cool. So there yeah. are actually at least 12 people in this room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's but a you're the only one who gets a seat. The rest yeah. of them have to stand. Also, yeah. Lydia was very specific. Everyone came in by their own door, so there's at least 14 <laughs> doors. Yeah, no, you the know. The gang count as one person. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> they march in single file when necessary. Yeah, they do! <laughs> right, okay. It was so a rope thing. thing. It was a rope. I like it. Thank yeah. you. They were all, they're nice a, and simple. They're a chain gang? No. No. <laughs> okay, no. so you and your gang came in sneakily. Yes. Nice. Would you like to describe yourself? Yes. My name is Executioner, and I am the head of a gang of mercenaries who are called the Family. Ooh, so it was the most threatening word I could think. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of really violent words. <laughs> Disembowel? No. <laughs> Eviscerate? No. <laughs> family. Yes. yes. Terrifying. Yep. All of my gang members are named after the ways in which they like to kill people. Um, I'm called Executioner because I behead people. <laughs> um, Holds up, checks out. Yeah. <laughs> we are not particularly flamboyant and flashy, though I I did toy with the idea of us all being wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we thought, no, we don't know enough about wrestling culture to do that justice. <laughs> yes. Literal truth. Yes. <laughs> so instead, we're just all very... Just, just sneaky-looking people, nondescript-looking people. Right, just all of the twelve of you, or ten. Whatever. So there's no just hard to be sure. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. You start counting, you like, and you get to the end, you like, did I count that person before? Yeah. Like, it's so similar to the first. Well, they one. travel in single fires to hide the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we all have hoods. I should say that adjectives so, just slide yes. off them. <laughs> like, never mind. Yeah. Oh, 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 I have done a joke, sorry. <laughs> right, okay. So we've got a sneaky a sneaky set of assassins. Yep. Uh, we should say that one of my favourite things about the boss character, which Helen is, is that uh, it is a mechanical fact that the gang all love each other very much. Yes, Aww. we absolutely do. It's Aww. written into the system. Like any good family. Yeah. yeah. I believe it's pronounced <laughs> family. <laughs> right, okay, so you snuck in. No, it's not a family, it's the family. Oh, there we go. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I forgot the determinant. And what species are, are you and your team? Oh, yeah, we're humans. All of you humans. Lovely. Right. Wrestler should be a species. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hate crime, Alex. <laughs> right. Okay, who's next? Who is in this room? This lovely, nice room uh, yeah, you have sure. already destroyed <laughs> with impossible physics. Where did all these doors come from? Sorry. Uh, I, it's just I, a room. <laughs> I, got, I got there first and claimed the biggest, comfiest chair. Because ah. obviously the chairs are not... It's not like every chair is the same. That would be crazy. No. Every chair is different. Yep. And I found the biggest and comfiest one. And I'm, I'm lounging. Lounging. Ooh. Is that your is name? That your name? <laughs> hi, 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 lounging. lounging. <laughs> I'm Dad. It's <laughs> a good you. demon name, yep. Uh, my name is Jared. <laughs> uh, so demons have long, complex names, uh, yep. and I have a long, complex full name, which I 
will probably not attempt to pronounce at any point because I'm bound to get it <laughs> do wrong. Do it once. Nope. Do uh, it once. Make so it I'm, canon. I'm Jared. Brenna's <laughs> <laughs> wanted to clarify that that is not spelt G-E-R-A-R-D or J-A-R-E-D. It is different. Yeah. Because we love spelling in jokes in this podcast family. <laughs> Whoa! Ooh, hi, some, new fans. Some people have high production values. We've got spelling-based jokes. <laughs> hey, hey! I could have called. I could have called my character Sasha. Let's all just yeah. be grateful yeah. I did. Yeah. Ooh! No, Alex! <laughs> no, Alex! Who are you, and how did you get here? Also, introduce your character. <laughs> Funny you should say that. So, uh, well, I'm uh, Ilithankirian Deletrius Indicantorius. Good demon oh. name. Uh, good. It's a devil name, actually. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I am a blue devil. Ooh. So I've got bright blue eyes, bright blue hair, and I am dressed in mostly rags using a metal pole I claim is a walking stick because it's what I found. <laughs> uh, I got in because I was sleeping on the doorstep mm-hmm. when people started sneaking over me, <laughs> uh, kicking me a bit. I woke up and followed them in because why? Why not? Huh. Let's just say I got there very, very early. Far too early. Maybe. So, so I, I almost certainly kicked you on my I mean, way in. I mean, presumably. Yeah. I'm a red devil and therefore superior to the blue devils. And I, I, I just, rather than stepping over you, I stepped on you on my way into the building. There is, oh. I should point out, like a lot of lore in this comic. And I absolutely love it. Uh, but you don't need to know it. So, <laughs> so basically, I'm going to ruin this with just fanning all over the content. <laughs> which will sound a lot like fanning over my own content, but it isn't. <laughs> my I mean, I've, I've learned very little of it. But what I do, one thing I do know is that as a red devil, I'm inherently superior to a blue devil. Yes. What's, I mean, that's, what's, that's accurate. What's devil for new money? Because that's, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. I mean, I know. I, I, guys, I'm gauche. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a silk shirt, but I've ripped the arms off to expose my uh, guns. I feel oh like I gosh. might be wearing only some silk sleeves because that's what I found <laughs> in a gutter somewhere. And leather trousers. And just tons of jewellery. Oh, like, I've got earrings and I've got, like, a torque around one upper arm and, like, bracelets on the other. Oh. And rings oh, and a giant amulet because obviously I've got slightly too many buttons. Okay, open he's just compensating yeah. for as, his tiny horns. As, they are much. really small, and I'm quite sensitive about <laughs> it. As, oh my god! As this. Oh, and I've got tattoos as well. Oh, okay. <sighs> including, like... including a head tattoo because I'm completely bald. If this was a film, it sounds like I'd be very attracted mm. to you. <laughs> 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 As this is happening, <laughs> as you wait, no, before you get interrupted, you all have bonds with each other. Oh, yes. And since you are the least awful of the people here, <laughs> how do you know whatever the name of Alex's character Illy is? Illy over there. Illy. Illy. I like Billy. it. Billy. Billy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pronounced Lithankirian Deletrius in Decantorius, but sure. Billy. Yep. Yes. Um, I think my bond with you will be my gang and I have beat the <laughs> out of you before. <laughs> okay, I have to jump in. I literally just wrote, you have to finish the sentences for these bonds. I met Executioner on the road once and we barely <laughs> escaped from Executioner. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Right, okay, great. Loving the team. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Bryn. 
I've I've been impressed by the work of the family, and I've been keeping uh, tabs on them for some time, oh, okay. unbeknownst to them, unless they've noticed me. I mean, it's it's not impossible, but I've I've just you been do watching look them. Very striking. I've been watching them just taking note <laughs> okay. of their. Uh, I like that the the connection, the tension that's <laughs> building up here. We should always remember is between a devil and twelve people. <laughs> This all sounds legit. Checks out yeah, again. Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, my my, my, and knowledge, my knowledge of Billy is that uh, Billy tried to stop my machinations in the past. I'm I'm editing that sentence slightly. So yeah. the the sentence says, "Blank tried to stop my machinations in the past." So obviously, it's Billy. But I'm going to say, Billy accidentally stopped my machinations <laughs> in the past by being in the way. Essentially, right, yeah. it, it wasn't his intention, but he definitely stopped a machination. Sounds about right. By just by being inconvenient. So you are the the rubbish boss in Brooklyn Nine Nine who keeps opening the door and tripping up drug dealers and oh, being promoted. Yeah. She called me boss. <laughs> wow. I'm the boss. Yes. That's literally on my character sheet. Yeah. They um, all have different things. There are character the archetypes in uh, Broken Worlds. They are, and I picked these four uh, <laughs> our players. Um, Helen is the boss. Uh, the boss has a team who mechanically they love very much. Yes. Alex is the beggar. Yeah. He gets more powerful as he gets drunker. Yep. That's uh, it. Yep. So that gives him that's that. the the powerful the powerful just power power, power of his in general of his character building power which we're all familiar with yeah uh, and Bryn is the overcomplicated magic user <laughs> so I, I made them all really happy all is well great so you are so yeah so what, after after um. Billy accidentally got in the way of one of my nefarious schemes. I took him out drinking to work out who he was working for and how it happened. (laughs) And I discovered rapidly that he did it completely by accident. So I know know it was an accident, but I still kind of resent him for it. Fair. Okay, uh, so you have ended up in this waiting room. Uh, You did actually all get invitations, but it is possible that Billy lost his (laughs) and then just ended up in here anyway because he seems to have some kind of magical luck. I ate mine. (laughs) We'll see how far that takes him. A handmaiden opens an enormous door. One of the, as we've established... (laughs) 20 or so doors. Oh, don't make the things that we say canon. That will uh, end so badly. <laughs> Handmaiden opens a door and she is lavishly bedecked in chains of precious metals. She invites you to follow her. Uh, she leads you through a series of halls. You pass through a hall that is on an upper floor. It is essentially a bridge, a balcony that overlooks a trading floor below. As you walk oh. through, you see wealth plundered from a thousand worlds gems and precious metals. I keep getting distracted by the shinies. Yeah, they're flowing past in a thick current of trading. One misstep and a trader could be swept away. At one point, you think you hear a strangled cry, but I can repeat before a gurgle and a splash. Uh, It's weird, there's detail instead of you go along a path. I'm lost. Don't worry, it will run out very soon. (laughs) Uh, You run through a long hall, benches on either side, apprentices spending lifetimes mastering one part of larger intricate designs, losing their sight and their sanity to the intricacies of metalwork. (gasps) You enter a throne room. As you walk in, uh, it seems to be crowded with golden figures, but all of them are in horribly distorted poses. <gasps> Gradually, perhaps, you realise these are the enemies of Alblithaquim, who have all been executed under a stream of molten gold. Alblithaquim is a gilded demon. 
second most powerful kind. Uh, <laughs> she lies sprawled out over piles of cushions, long limbs, perhaps too many, uh, and a very long neck, all stretched out with bands of uh, precious metals. She's tended by more handmaidens who polish all the little bits so she, that she sparkles. Very lovely. She's being polished all over and fed whatever the cruel version of peeled grapes is, which are probably peeled the, eyeballs. the eyes of something really <laughs> adorable. Like, really <laughs> adorable. She has guards surrounding her. They are really big, but, you know, feel, go wild. Um, <laughs> really big. We can end this quickly if you want. Uh, you know what? Why don't we take a break to discuss just how big the guards are? Like, huge. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Mike here from Rusty Quill, or as some of you may know me, the voice of Tim from the Magnus Archives. I'm just taking a moment to invite you to join me and Rusty Quill on another 12-hour holiday gaming live stream in aid of Mind, the mental health charity. We'll be streaming video games and board games live via Twitch.tv, and this year we'll be doing it in front of a live studio audience. That's right, for one day only you can come and join us in person for the chaos. We're recording at the Theatre Deli's old library space in London on December 8th, 2018, between 10am and 10pm GMT, and tickets are available right now. So if you want to come and meet the Rusty Quill team and see all the exclusive off-camera goodness, be sure to visit rustyquill.ticketbud.com forward slash rqgg18 and grab yourself a ticket. All proceeds go to charity, but don't hang around because there is limited availability. And for everyone who isn't able to make it in person, don't fret. You can still join us digitally. Just jump in online at www.twitch.tv forward slash rusty underscore quill on December 8th, 2018, between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. GMT, and we'll be there playing games and encouraging you to donate money to this worthy cause. That's all for now. For more information, visit rustyquill.com or get the latest updates via our Twitter at the Rusty Quill or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Rusty Quill. And welcome back. Hooray! It's still me. Hey! Yeah. Those guards are huge. Yeah, huge. Oh, guys. God, that's so big. That's really? unnecessarily large NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and mechanically huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I should point out that the spikes on their weapons are not made of soft, precious metals. They're far too large for this room. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big room. It is a really... Anyway! <laughs> Albolithoquim stirs. She looks down. Ah! You've made it. All of you. I want a jewel. A precious and unique jewel. It is a job I think you may be suited to. Carry on. This is character work. (laughs) 
that's going to be really fun for everyone to listen yeah. to later. Yeah. Don't yeah. 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 <laughs> Leave that in. I made a strong, bold Alex character Alex choice. Al Blitherquim looks at you <laughs> and a guard kicks you. <laughs> right, anyway, she continues. Within the Ring of Palaces, as you may or may not know how stupid you are. As you may or may not know, there lie many ancient and degenerate royal orders. You do know this, uh, or at least two of you do. I won't. I'll leave the listeners to guess which two. Uh, <laughs> Extremely knowledgeable. Uh, <laughs> palace complexes which house generations of inbred monarchs and their fawning courtiers. Uh, some of them, you know, have the hold over minor guilds and, and command empires still, uh, but others uh, lost their lands many eons ago and are confined to their palaces, or they have fallen into corruption, or st- uh, they are caught in petty rivalries that make very little sense to people outside them. Uh, others have seemed to have been lost in their own complex rituals. Oblithoquim continues. One of these has come to my attention. A small kingdom with a few high walls. The last vestige of a family whose power is so long forgotten the mountain that they are named for has long since sunk beneath the waves. For a few centuries now, a corrupt minor courtier has been sneaking out trinkets for me to sell in return for sating an unfortunate habit. But I have hints of more... They have told me of a great jewel, something which is the centrepiece of their crowning ritual. I don't know the details, but their new king is to be crowned. I want it found, and I want it here. Enough? Do we get paid? She reaches and gestures with her hand, and gems as big as your head, which you could swear weren't there before, just pour out onto a pile. Anyway. Of course, mistress. <laughs> Where can we? My guards, my guards will will escort you to the area. Of course, I can't send my own guards in because to move so directly against a royal house would be indelicate, even one so minor. In fact, uh, she reaches for something. If you could plant evidence of my rival, throws down uh, a a rag. Covered in Ooh, blood, a rag. You several say several kinds of blood. Ooh, I pick that up. Yeah, with an insignia still vaguely visible. The blood. Don't lose that. So yeah, yeah right. if you are discovered, you will plant evidence of this. You have never seen me before, or rather, only at a distance, and only from a position of supplication. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, which rival shall we uh, claim to have been working The one for? that's... The bloody on one, the insignia. In it. You don't need to know who they are. Very well, mistress. Waggling a rag around. <laughs> <laughs> Another polishes guild member, an upstart. One who must be crushed. So, gang, how do you want to travel? Sorry, do you mean gang or, yep, or Helen gang? Because those, <laughs> those are distinct. All of you. Um, so I'm not going to go into the real details of it. You will follow... The guards will take you, but you can decide your particular route. Um, would you like to travel... Uh, Travelling will take ages, by the way, because Throne is very crowded. It's got very bad public transport. Uh, I mean, what's the poshest way I mean, you we did can... say 800 million people. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a strain on it's infrastructure. Pre- it's pretty rammed and there's not great city planning. Uh, it does have a light rail system, but to, in order to... You use that you have to pay off mercenaries to clear the tracks of uh, robber gangs oh, fair. I won't even make you roll for it you succeed in getting to the place but you know if you want to describe the journey do we all have to travel together 
I mean, it's probably simplest. It is probably simplest, but I, I like... I will get lost if I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you'd probably then end up tripping over and being in the right Oh, yeah, bar. that's exactly... Thank you. <laughs> thank you for getting my character down so neatly. <laughs> I disappear. Where did you go? I don't know, but I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, they sit... Oh, we managed to lose him along the way. Sit down, and he rolls out from underneath Hello. the table. <laughs> okay, that's canon. That happened. Yes, it did. <laughs> right. Okay. So he took the light rail system. You took the light rail system. It was great. You lost him along the way. There was a dog. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have. We didn't have to pay the mercenary gangs because yes. my mercenary. Yes, you you are a mercenary gang. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm enjoying it, you playing a gang. <laughs> yes. uh, Alex, it wasn't a dog. It was a rog, which is a mix of a crocodile and a dog, uh, and has an enormous face full of teeth in every direction. Oh, you was a good boy. Good boy. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Ow. He rolls out from underneath the table, covered in blood. But, you know, not mechanically, because you don't actually have that many hit points. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you are in a bar. Oh. Yep. Well, I suppose I'm glad we didn't lose you, since you've got the rag. What I do in my spare time is none of your concern. It is when we're on a job. If only. You, you are in a bar. It's quite a nice bar, actually. It's I fancy. Like it. Yeah, it is in the ruined ballroom of an old palace that was obviously destroyed at some point in one of the wars. So we're in past. the right district now. You are in the right district. So how, how do the kingdoms work? Are they like tiny little? They are tiny. Uh, yeah, these are palaces. Fiefdoms. Yes, these are these are tiny palaces. Imagine them like embassies in a bigger city. Sure. Uh, they are big and complex in their own right. Eons ago, when the Seven were dividing up the multiverse, a lot of uh, rulers of worlds were deposed and we were given a palace in the centre of throne as a kind of, thanks, we took your planet. So they live there now. Sure. Are they mostly, like, open to people? Are we going to be able to wander no. in? Or are we going to have to sneak in? Well, this is, this is the thing. You are now... Uh, many of these things are very closed off. This seems to be a small area folded into the back of a much larger and more famous thing. You possibly could have walked past it many times and not realised it was its own place. You are sitting in a fancy bar. It is uh, open air because the top of the ballroom most is mostly gone and is now beautiful, exquisite gold and covered in vines and someone tries to serve you an expensive cocktail. From there, you realise that you have a vantage point of a great big door. Possibly because a coronation is soon to happen, there are trucks or carts, really. Uh, not like Paul Grant and his accidental truck. Uh, there are <laughs> carts with uh, goods rolling down the street and turning up at this big, elaborate, beautiful gate, which has a smaller gate open, and there are guards outside. As soon as this coronation... Like, is this looking like... You might have to ask. Yeah. I shall go and ask someone. I proceed to drink the drinks. Mm. Remember that you get a bonus if you beat someone in a drinking contest. I know, but I think it's very early to take out my other fellow players. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people that you could antagonise or even bet things on. I mean, the thing is, Jared, a lot of people don't necessarily agree with me, but I swear that I am the Lost King's Oss, and one day... People will recognise me for for that is the highest blasphemy. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) I am going to slap you in the face, but reasonably gently. (laughs) I ignore those two. (laughs) It's it's devil business. You know, nothing to do with me. Yeah, devils do speak in their own weird chanting language, (laughs) but it's I'm not. Ooey, ooh, ah, ah. 
That Ching is Tang. Walla bing bang. That is actually quite similar to how it's <laughs> Um I've read the comic enough times through that I can actually read it without the translations because I'm a nerd. But that's just oh. I love it so much. <laughs> anyway. And I love you, Lydia. I, yeah. Ooh, let's talk about Marvel comics. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Yes, so is there a bartender nearby? There, somebody is coming over and is, is trying to pour you a very fancy drink. All 12 of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's a huge pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's oh, yes, have one clock. straw, like, we all <laughs> straw each, and we're all, like, huddling around and gigantic <laughs> stuff. Anyway. If you, if you tell them a story, you get a power dice, remember. Oh, uh, yes. they, they all have, uh, special skills. Yes. Um for the betting uh, so as well as wagering on yourself uh, Alex if you beat someone in a drinking contest gets a power dice Helen uh, if she tells uh, if I tell them an old story a bad joke or an anecdote I get plus one boss which means that I'm a better leader yes and I think you have some that's not the, that's not the power dice power though no that's, no, just great, I, that's my, I, power my, power. my my power dice move is mantra of cone the greedy uh, which is when I spend a power die I can roll a dice and either get to keep it after spending it mm. or give it to you as a yeah. Uh, break. A break. It's double die. or nothing, basically. Yeah. Like I didn't even read Bryn's rules. I just saw that there was an overcomplicated magic ruler which allowed both close and distant attacks. And I was like, he'll figure it out. You saw the word complicated and went good. Yep. yep. Where's the magic user? <laughs> so yeah, what are you gonna do? So bartender um, is huge. Is struggling under this huge picture. The the bartender is a kind person, which is a sort of a strange crocodile-looking thing with a face like the thing from Stranger Things, but uh, they're generally quite gentle. Aww. He's holding them up. Oh, how does it? Trying to hold it with his <laughs> toothy jaws. All four toothy fanged <laughs> jaws. Okay. Some members of my gang attempt, like, just just take it from him before he spills oh, it everywhere. Frank. I don't, I don't want... I'm really sorry, Abaddon. I'm really sorry this is now how your people talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. It's hard to talk when you've got four bits of your mouth. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, just, I just need to clarify that Lydia has just stuck it's four it's fingers unfair. in her mouth. I'll go, oh, it is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, anyway. I've got quite complicated mouth situation going on. So I see. That- um... What's happening over there with that, uh, oh, that beat? That's over for the first time in 20 years, that is. Oh. That's open. Yeah, I don't know why, but there's been a lot of people going through. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How long? Uh, only the last day or two, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> OK, it must be quite early in preparation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, This all looks so has, helpful with a any, mouthful of ham. Any news come the other way through the gate? Oh, so the guards themselves, they don't really say anything. They're, they're actually outside all the time. They've never spoken to anyone. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the suppliers, right, they didn't, they didn't say that there's something coming. Uh, in, like, a day or two. Mm-hmm. I think it's something big. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's very mysterious. It's, it's good for clientele, right? It's usually no-one comes down this street, but, yeah, now we've got you. Get some drinks. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I I pat the kind person and sort of push them at the same time. Their wobbly green hide, you know, (laughs) wiggle under the pat. So, like a kind of crocodile cat horse thing. I say, whoever drinks the most pays the least. That's not how it works. 
Or it could be, because in a lot of ways, I would say that this is actually the best and most fair way, because that way only the worthy are are not paying. I slap you again. You try and probably succeed, I'm going to be honest. You, you can I'm, not, I'm not trying to do you any actual harm. I'm just, I know, I'm I just to do it every so often to let you know <laughs> that I disagree with you. To let me know you care. You can see... Uh, I'm careful not to use any rings. <laughs> oh. uh, a cart comes down the is is coming down the street. You can see that there's a there's a turning point sort of a bit further up where they seem to all be coming from and it, right, right. it's it's it comes down and they, they knock on the on the door and it sort of opens up. Guys, guys, I've got a plan. Alright, I got a plan. Is it that we sneak into one of the carts? Look, okay. I've never said this before but I need you to just trust me. Right? Can you can you trust me? No. I have to it's the you. best plan. I mean tell us your that. plan and then it's we'll see. No time to explain. I proceed to sit no, there. No, no, no. Tell, Tell us. <laughs> or else we'll leave you that's, behind. That's the door, right? Yes. Well done. <laughs> I try and just walk through the door. Uh, oh! Just, right, you just walk up. I literally just like, oh. I'm just going to try and walk uh, through the door. The guards move, uh, stand in front of you. They have masks on, which are complicated filigree. They look like kind of big birds. Mate, things. your mask and is Fabulous. And they have massive shields, and they just fill the door with the shields. I try and really, like, weakly push past a little bit. Just sort of, like, edge through, maybe. Yeah, they they don't react. Why are characters like this? <laughs> I come back. Right. I haven't so much failed as learnt a way that this isn't going to work. <laughs> I, 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 I just face part. I'm sorry, what have, you, what have you two been doing? I just eliminated an option. I've been coming up with a proper plan, which is we get one of those carts from around the corner. And ram them! No. We kill everyone inside, and we take their place, and we get inside that way. Yeah, all right. Thank you. So, what do you do? You're going to... Oi, cart! Um, no. Not... Uh, a, a, a man on the top of a cart with a lot of cabbages in, like, turns around to you and is just like, what? My mates want to talk to you. You want no. a cabbage? No, it, no, they're yeah. right in front of the gate. The guards can see. How it. many cabbages you got? Uh, well, it's cartful, yeah. Oh, I'll have a cabbage. All right. Well, you pay me for the. Cabbage. I'll race you for it. Race me where? Uh, <laughs> I've got a cart though. I can't leave the cart. I mean, well then, I guess I get the cabbage for free. You just lost. You just lost yourself a cabbage, my friend. I'll race you again. Oh, okay. Throws you the cabbage. <laughs> ah, I consider myself outwitted. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is the best plan. Just eating a raw cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> they are poisonous, uncooked, by the way. <laughs> Good. Right. Um, I would like to maybe I'll throw up some of that liquor. Yeah. Oh no, he's sobering up. Ah. My power. <laughs> I'm going to send one of my gang members to yep. go and scout out the cart that has right. the least number of people. So there are the complicated cart. rules. Your gang members are incompetent, but they do love each other very much. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to send them in pairs. So, yeah, so you... sound less like a gang than Scooby and Co. <laughs> <laughs> that is essentially... They are extensions of yourself. Uh, you have to make a roll if you're with boss. Yes. So um, they have to do dirty work. Yep. Which is the task where they must separate from me. Yep. So... Um, I mean, you could just go, but I think we should use this rule. Yeah. Let's have the mess up. Yeah. Okay. What are we? What are we doing? I'm gonna send uh, the throat opener to go. <laughs> <laughs> so Helen canonically has like ten to fifteen 
gang members. Yes, I've had to go up with several names. Yeah. <laughs> All of them terrifying. Double them up a couple of times, no yep. harm. Yeah. Yep. So you sneak... You see, we obviously don't have to describe this because, as you've said, they are aggressively nondescript. Yes. So I'm Adjectives to... slide off them like... Yeah. <laughs> like the slide? <laughs> Slides um, don't slide. They're slidden. That's, that's not a word. <laughs> slidden. That is not a word. I apologise, everyone. Okay, so you're gonna Spelling you're gonna roll a you're gonna roll a dirty work. I think that's yes. just you roll two d six and add boss. Yes, it is. But my boss is zero, so it's just two d six. I love that you get to say the word boss so much. Yes. Oh, you're so rubbish. Uh oh, you're so okay. hot. Right. On a miss. <laughs> what did you roll? Yeah, Four. that's a really bad. Yes. Yeah, what's, what is, read me the rules for miss, Helen. On a miss is a total scrub and yep. your gang hilariously and maybe intentionally no. Oh, messes no. up the task you gave them. Either they get the wrong guy, defend the wrong location, break your favourite tea set or something similarly disastrous. Yes, so, so what is, what is it, throat opener that you sent? <laughs> oh no, it was the throat opener that I sent. Yes, you was. sent throat opener. What does throat, throat opener do? He slits people's throats. <laughs> yeah. In this specific time. I suspect that the throat opener misunderstood my instructions right. and just went and murdered an entire cart of people. What, like, I mean, just a win. I'm not, I'm not subtly either. Uh, no, no, I'm not subtly. So, so your your boss is now... Minus what, one. Is now minus one. Your gang <laughs> are rowdy. Okay, so, so throat opener went off. You're like, all right, I've got, I've got to find a cut. Report back, report back, report back, wanders into the crowd, report back, report, looks at the knife, report, just starts spinning <laughs> uh, at neck height. Uh, Classic throat opener. He's got three, Why got the name? three heads roll before uh, he's captured oh, by the guards. Well. Yeah, oh. uh, don't worry, other bits of bodies also get chopped off, just the head's the most significant part. Uh, throat opener is, oh, should I tell you that the long and heartfelt backstories of all of the <laughs> the, the local people that he hurts, uh, one of them is actually another, is a part-time bartender at the very bar you're working oh, at. No. And so the kind person that you spoke to earlier is now going to have to work double shifts for the rest of the week. That is such a screw-up. Does, does Throat Opener return back? How do we find out about this if it's out on the street? Or are we just watching this? You see I blood running down downhill down the street. Oh, not, uh, not sure that was the uh, best plan we've ever had. If you need a job done, you've got to do it yourself. Right. Quite literally in your case, yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so does the throat open does he come back? No. You've lost a person. What completely? Well I yeah. did he get arrested. He gets arrested, yeah. Well you maybe you see him being taken away by the guards. Yeah. You could you I could also do a face palm. I start to stagger towards where the blood was coming from. Oh, that's fairly. I fairly follow fun. you at a distance. I might then use my actual abilities instead of just getting in everyone's way. Yay! Ironically, my abilities involve getting in everyone's way, which is quite nice. Um, so I can pass unnoticed as a local in most situations, even if people are directly looking at me. Mm -hmm. And when I'm among people, like the, the lesser folk... Uh, it says small people, yeah, doesn't it? Which feels weird as like, a phrase. I mean, particularly when there are the literally flavor. small imps. Yeah, I'm assuming it's like flavour yeah. things. Yep. Um, I can do what I need to, like... What's the, what's the phrasing? Uh, I can get something from the lay of the land. Ah. <laughs> but that includes the city, so urban scrumping. 
Um, so I'm going to sort of wander off. Urban scrumping for information and, well, and goods. For, for, for food, booze, supplies, or just general help. Oh, and the word on the street. Oh, right, yes. So okay. I'm going to attempt my ways and means mm-hmm. to urban scrump Ooh. the now unattended cart. Ah, yes. And be like, oh, Oh, yeah, so what, maybe someone jumps off the cart and... No! Exactly. Jimmy! Ah! <laughs> and while this is happening, I'm just going to try and just grab Jimmy! the car and just Jimmy! sidle off you with the entire car. You retirement! <laughs> Jimmy! Sidle, sidle, sidle. I'm going to have to get double guards on my cart now. <laughs> May I use my ways and means ability? You you may, but there are now like the guy has now instantly hired an extra guard for his cart. I can't give you a free cart because someone messed up. He's just he's just hired a guard from someone walking around. Yeah, me. Oh, he's hired you. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's roll for that. That sounds like an overcome roll rather than ways. Oh, it's an overcome roll. Yeah, okay. that's basically you're either fighting or I I apologize again. I've cut a lot of mechanics from this because we're not going to get injured if you die, you die. Um <laughs> So, yeah, basically your things you can do are overcome and then I'm... So you're overcome and which is, is heat, I think, which is performance. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll overcome with heat. That's a plus one. Yeah, sure. Uh, can, can I push it? Yes, you may. Push you it may. real good. <laughs> push. <laughs> no, dear. Six. Ah! Six, including my plus one heat. Okay, yeah. And that's, I pushed it. That's a lose, so I get a break dice. Yep. Woo, that means your next roll is broken. Yep. Um, because things couldn't really get worse, could they? Uh, right, so you try to step up and be like, all right. That's my cart. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, the guy's like, I need a guard, I need a guard. I'm also a guard. Somebody arrest this man. He's just admitted to a crime. I... What? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got some puzzled guards uh, tromping over to you. There's so much blood. I um, sigh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all you do? <laughs> I'm going to activate my advanced move. Ooh! What's that, With The name of which I absolutely adore. It's mm-hmm. called Spin the Wheel and Laugh at God. <laughs> yep. I grasp the flame immortal with my terrible will oh. and attempt to reverse Ooh. the course of time itself. Fancy. Are we all aware of this, or is it just you? I have no idea. I would say you don't know. Uh, Good. The, the, uh, it was a nice bit to add that in Kill Six Billion Demons, magic is generally construed as the realisation that the universe is just a, a fabrication and you lie at the universe so convincingly oh, you, like that your lie becomes reality. It's kind of Douglas Adams here. I, I, li- I, I literally reach into the empty air ahead of me and summon a flame and plunge my hand into it Ooh. and then twist. Yep. Uh, I roll a ten. Way! I completely erase, completely erase the effects of something that just happened as if I had turned back to time itself. However, <laughs> yep. there are always minor unforeseen consequences. Right. You turn things back slightly too far or the result is slightly warped in some way. Right, okay, so... <laughs> oh, Jimmy! Jimmy! What do I do? I grab uh, you by the scruff uh, of the neck uh, and 
take you back to the table. I had a plan. That was not a good plan. How do you know that wasn't a good plan? I just saw what happened. Remember how I do magic? Nope. Yeah, so Jimmy! The person turns back to the, the cart. What And now uh, all of the eggs that were there are now chickens. There are <laughs> chickens everywhere. Time has been twisted and a lot, some of the chickens are really old. But they have what. lived good lives. I'll tell you what, uh, Jerry, that was a good save. <laughs> I could not be doing with that. Feathers everywhere. These are, just, kill, yeah, these are kill six billion even, demon chickens, so they have teeth I everywhere. I didn't even notice they were chickens. I honestly thought they were eggs. That's, that's crazy. One of them no, is I'm sitting just, on your head. I'm not convinced that we're cut out for infiltration. Why don't I find out if there's a back entrance? On your head. Literally, is, is just... I'm going, I'm going to try and summon a shade. It, uh, it poops with nervousness on, uh, on, Billy's, on Billy's head. Have another drink. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yes. Uh, and with that, summoning a shade sounds like something that maybe we should prepare for. Or even wait until next week to see. Ooh. I don't know about you guys, I got pooped on. <laughs> I, I literally reversed time, you guys. You failed, you failed. I affected the entire universe by being amazing. Best game ever. Bye! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. about your really clever, intelligent game is really helping with the pressure of me coming up with one, Alex. Greg. Thank you, you Greg? for helping Greg. my creative Greg. process. Greg or? Do you want to think about like... Uh... Greg, Greg, Greg or Greg. Exactly, Greg. How about something like, like, like Wham Bam? Thank, Thank you, you Mam. Yeah, she gets it. <laughs> <laughs> what about Black Betty? Black Betty Babylon. Like Bryn, I've got a name generated for you. I like Bozzer Dog. <laughs> Hello, all. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about the program. The program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.